weather forecast for today's GeoQuiz location is cold. This time of year, temperatures can get down to minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit. We're looking for an American scientific research station located on Ross Island in Antarctica. A BBC team used it as its base for shooting an episode in a TV series called Frozen Planet. The film features something called underwater brinicles. These seawater icicles are so cold, they're deadly to touch. You see these poor starfish and sea urchins trying to get away, just getting trapped by the ice and wriggling around and then very, very quickly succumbing. See for yourself, we have extraordinary video of one of these icy fingers of death at theworld.org. And while you're at it, don't forget to try to name the U.S. research base at the southern tip of Ross Island. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Warning, our next story might send a shiver down your spine. First, the setting. The frigid place we asked you about in today's GeoQuiz is McMurdo Station in Antarctica. That's where a BBC team went to film an episode for the Frozen Planet TV series, which premieres this weekend on the Discovery Channel. It's pretty stunning. Now, the stars of this episode are something called Brinicles of Death. BBC producer Catherine Jeffs described them for us. They are essentially formed as the ice-cold brine, which is released when um, sea ice forms, gathers together in these ice channels, and then actually begins to drop through the sea water below. It's much denser and it's far, far colder, and so as, as it's dropping, it actually allows a tube of ice to form around the brine. So sometimes they can reach right down to the bottom of the sea floor and start forming a stream of ice along the sea floor and just capturing anything in its path. Listeners can actually see one of these brinicles growing under the ice shelf online. Why are these salty ice formations so lethal? Well, we, we called them ice finger of death because it, it just looks like this, this finger of ice reaching down to the sea floor. And as they hit the sea floor, forming this stream of ice, anything that's caught in the stream of ice just is trapped and frozen to death. And you see these poor starfish and sea urchins that are trying to get away, just getting trapped by the ice and wriggling around and then very, very quickly succumbing. It's this kind of strangely beautiful form of death, I have to say. Absolutely stunningly gorgeous, quite sinister as well. And what amazes me too, besides the brinicle, is just the rich colors under the ice shelf. Absolutely. So for me, producing this program, which is the winter program of Frozen Planet, I was very excited about doing this particular sequence because my film was going to be very dark. Um, I wanted it to be dark and, and, and have that atmosphere of winter. And this was a chance to have the beautiful color because it, it is just such a, a stunningly gorgeous scene with all the ice refracting the light. Mm. It's surprising to see what looks almost like a coral reef down there. The other stars of uh, this story are the cameramen who captured these images, in particular Hugh Miller, who improvised an underwater time-lapse camera system to record the growth of these icicles, these brinicles. Pretty fascinating. Well, we knew that we wanted to capture the life of the communities of invertebrates down there, but they move incredibly slowly. And so right from the start, when we were brainstorming with how we wanted to try and film the life under the ice, we knew that we were going to have to bring them to life with time lapses and speed up the way they move. 
So Hugh Miller had in his mind these ideas about what he wanted to do, what he wanted to build. He unfortunately hadn't quite had time to build it before we went down there. So we we actually left for McMurdo, for Antarctica, with a couple of, you know, boxes with electronic components that he knew he wanted to put together. But it was only when we were down there that every day after filming under the ice, we would come back up and he would be there well you know because soldering together this kit and, mm. and building these boxes so it's quite touch and go as to whether we would get it done but he did now you didn't have any uh, confrontations with these marine invertebrates but one mammal was not happy with your uh, encroaching on their turf that's right well i mean obviously we we saw the brinicles forming and so you miller still hadn't finished his time-lapse boxes mm you know, the pressure was on. When he did finally complete the time-lapse build, uh, we deployed it for the first time in front of the brinicles. We were very, very excited, but knowing that we'd have to leave them there for about eight hours. When the guys went back to retrieve the kit, they found it sort of knocked over and pointing down at the seafloor. We had no idea you know, when it had been knocked over, but we knew that this uh, male seal had been displaying in the territory. So we were in, in his territory, I don't think he quite appreciated the fact that there was this these new items in there, and so he'd kind of knocked them over. <laughs> um, it was only the next day when we put the the kit back down in front of the the brinical formations, hoping that he wouldn't uh, knock them over this time, and and luckily he must have got used to it. So we went back down. The kit was up and running, and we got the shot. I guess you just have to ask him permission next time you want to take his picture. It's <laughs> extraordinary footage. Catherine Jeffs, a producer with the BBC's Natural History Unit. Thanks so much. Thank you. And thanks also to our texting game winners today, Kim, Michelle, and Anders, representing Philadelphia, PA, Orange, California, and Madison, Wisconsin. You can put your hometown on the map by playing along next time. Just text GEOQUIZ, one word, GEOQUIZ to 69866.